you've reached a bonus level of the Thoughts and Players podcast. Podcast bonus level. Here I am, David, with my brother Jeremy. Say hello. Hello, everybody. Hello. Uh, we are a podcast with bold state, bold states, yeah, bold takes, and no strings attached. Today we're going to be talking about a new game coming out very shortly. Relatively is Back for Blood. Uh, my brother was very into the Left 4 Dead series. Uh, this game is, you know, pretty similar to it. And I know that the gaming community is very excited for this game to come out, so I know this is going to be a pretty good topic. First things first, I'm going to give you guys off to Jeremy. He's going to give the basics of the game, you know, what type it is, what the premise of them are, and give you a little background of why I'm talking to him out of all people about this game. Jeremy? All right, so Left 4 Dead... If you don't know by now, is a game that's a it's survival horror and basically you are you choose from one of four survivors and the whole point is just to survive, essentially, just as the name implies. So Left 4 Dead just survival horror with a I think slightly more like fast paced, more like based on fast paced gameplay. More like not necessarily action, but it's not it's not so much meant to scare you. It's more so to test your ability on working together and surviving with your uh, friends. And Back for Blood is similar, except from what we know so far, anyway, because they uh, Total Rock Studios has been very secretive in their work on Back for Blood. Really. Yeah, they they refuse to maybe not refuse, but they they don't want to tell too much about like the lore or anything about the game. Like we still are on are we're not sure like how many guns are in the game or how many infected will be in the game, like how many maps, things like that, or how many how many chapters in each map. I mean, I th- I think people have posted links on the Reddit, like, are not links, uh, well, I guess technically they are links, but, uh, like, leaks. They've posted leaks that I have actually avoided, because I don't really want to look at any leaks. Yeah, I usually try to stay away from as well. So, there's, there, even though there was an offer for Back of Blood, there's still a lot that we technically aren't supposed to know, or we don't know. But, right, the game... Because, Because we've only seen an alpha, right? Yeah, which is just like four chapters of a map with a very limited pool of weapons and cleaners and special infected. But they call it, wait, what is it? There's another word they use for special infected now, but I have completely forgot because they'll always be special infected to me. So yeah, I forgot what that of, word is. It's kind of ingrained in your memory after all that left for dead, right? Yeah, it's like, what is it? Like, I think they just call them mutations, perhaps. I think that's the word that they I used. Th- I can't remember. No, I think you're right. I think that is what they're called. Um, so but, we got we got yeah. the basis of the games down. What is it that got you into Left 4 Dead, and what's your experience and history in it? All right, so let's let's go all the way back to what was it? I think Christmas of 2008 is when 
Left 4 Dead came out, I'm pretty sure, November 11th of 2008, and I got it for Christmas that year. And I actually, I only played it for a couple hours. Like, I think I think I played single player and just, like, beat all the campaigns for myself once, and then I didn't touch the game again for months. But then, someone that I used to talk to was like, hey, I want to be uh, competitive in Left 4 Dead, and I'm looking for more people to play it. He's like, do you have the game? And I was like, yeah, but, like, I've never really played it. I didn't even realize there was a versus mode. And he's like, oh, well, then you should you should come play it with me, and I'll teach you how to play it and everything. And I was like, okay. And I just kind of fell in love with the game, and I have sunk thousands of hours into it over the years. Now, yeah. Now the whole... People don't really see this game as competitive, and I didn't even know there was really a whole competitive scene. Uh, how was the experience with that, and how in-depth is that community? Um, I would say back then, I used to play on Xbox, so I was never a part of the PC competitive scene. Okay. And, I mean, honestly, back then, I don't think I was well-liked among a lot of the community, but I would say overall, there was a pretty tight community. Like, it was small, so, like, everybody who was in the community kind of knew who each other was. But I was just, like, a raging teenager, so... <laughs> I didn't really get along with many people. I would just like scrim their teams or play their teams or whatever. And then like if I lost, I'd be like, "You guys actually suck," and I'm better. It was just a lucky game or whatever, you know. I'd just be usual salty gamer. Yeah, I've toned that down a lot over the years, but that's good. Yeah, uh... the community was pretty pretty uh, small, and. Most of the time, towards the end, I feel like people didn't really actually play matches anymore. Like, there weren't even set teams. Everyone would just, like, everyone would just send messages to each other and be like, hey, friends only. So it was pretty much just, like, everybody would just hop into a lobby, and then, like, there'd be two captains. You make two teams, and you just play. So the competitive community kind of died, but we still, like, stayed together and just played games all the time with each other. Well, that's cool. You know, it's nice to still be able to play a game that you love, you know? Yeah, I think that was around 2011, maybe very early 2012. That's around the time when I mostly stopped playing Left 4 Dead. Wow, it's really been that long. Yeah, they're bo both Left 4 Dead and Left 4 Dead 2 are both over 10 years old now. I feel old. Yep. That's <laughs> that hurts. <laughs> I've been feeling really old lately too, so... Um, well, okay, so we'll... We'll go on to the Back for Blood. Is this a Left 4 Dead 3? Why or why is it not? And if there's not, what is the major differences that make it its own game? Um, I would say on like core gameplay, like the the basics, I would say they're quite similar. They're like the whole point is to communicate with your team, kill as many infected as you can, and try to get to the end of the map. And, of course, you can, like, pick up guns and, like, throwables and whatever throughout the map. So, like, core gameplay is pretty much... Mm, I don't want to say the same, but it's definitely very similar. There's new mechanics, like... Um, for example, it's not on the same engine. So, like, jumping feels way different in Back 4 Blood. It's not like... Like, I don't know if anyone's familiar with, uh, like, bunny hopping. In Left 4 Dead, it was different from other games because you can't like you can't really strafe. 
but you can still bunny hop, but it's like a really weird, like, what's that word? Uh, God, I'm trying to use so many words I don't normally use. <laughs> My active vocabulary is just trash now. Um, like, not jittery, I don't know. It's like, yeah, whatever, I guess I'll just use the jittery. It's, it just doesn't look like if you were to watch something like, like Counter-Strike or something, like the B-hopping is totally different. But in Back for Blood, it's a little bit more similar to games like Counter-Strike. Like okay. old school style of bunny hopping. But I'm not sure if you can gain speed through it, but it does feel nice, especially with the card system they added. There was a card that, um... So something they added to counteract people just straight up like sprinting, full-on sprinting through maps is when you shoot guns, you slow down. When you strafe left and right, you slow down. When you go backwards, you slow down pretty significantly. <laughs> so these um, mechanics actually don't get affected when you're jumping. So yeah, you just... What I was doing through like the entire alpha... I was just jumping everywhere. I would just pick Evangelo because he has a perk that makes you move. Uh, I forget exactly how much faster, but he had a perk that makes him move faster. Then there are cards that make you move faster as well. And then right. there's also a card that are, uh, it gets rid of the slowdown effects you get from strafing and moving backwards. So I, just, I would just always, like every game, I would just pick Evangelo, and I would pick those cards, and I would just still jump around the map and like be like flying through. Like you don't even need to sprint, which is another mechanic that I haven't mentioned yet. And Back for Blood, there's a sprinting mechanic. There's like a, a stamina bar now. So instead of the old system of fatigue in Left 4 Dead, where like if you melee five times, then you had like a, have a cooldown. In this game, you have to share your stamina between sprinting and meleeing, and that goes as well for melee weapons. So you can get you can get fatigue from using all three of those. This whole fatigue thing, do you, do you think that adds a, another layer of difficulty to this game? Honestly, I don't think it matters that much. I, I don't think it's um, something you have to pay too much attention to because... Um, what can I say about it? Um, there's something I want to say and I just lost my train of thought. Because I know when I was playing, uh, I, I, yeah, I would have to play the girl most often. And I, it affected me a little bit because my whole kit was, was surrounded by that. And I'd run out of stamina quite often. I'd be walking and then the zombie hordes would just... So you were just me. sprinting. I guess I yeah. guess maybe I can't really comment on it too much because, I, like I said, I was jumping everywhere. Like, I pretty right. much just, you were just didn't care. Everything. Yeah. Because also another thing, and, and this is common in our, our, this was something in Left 4 Dead as well. When you get hit by a zombie, there's like a, a, a stopping power to it. And it's significantly lower in Left, in, or not Left 4 Dead, in Back 4 Blood. So if you get hit by a, a, a Ridden, as they call them, the common infected, you, you can literally just jump away from them. And it like negates it completely. And that is actually something I mentioned in one of my videos that I think they should, um, get rid of they should make it stronger like much stronger when you get hit by a zombie i think it should kind of like completely stop you like it did in left 4 dead one and two and right. also in order so something else about the back for blood that's different from left 4 dead the common infected actually hurt 
like significantly hurt. So in order, that. so in order to combat this, what I think they should do is like okay. First, I should explain why I think they make the common hurt so much because that the the stopping power is like significantly nerfed, where they can't really stop you anymore. They just like slightly slow you down. Instead of doing that and having them hurt a lot, they should just take it like they should make it so one common can still hurt you a lot, like hit you for like five HP or whatever. But if you start to get hoarded, the more common that are hitting you at a time, they should do less damage. So it kind of like the DPS is kind of like streamlined. It's always the same almost. Right. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I think for the competitive aspect of the game, I think that would be good. But I can't comment too much on it because obviously I've only played a little bit of the game and it didn't even have a versus mode. Right. And then you uh, talked about competitive. Can, do you see this game being competitive like it used to be in the Left 4 Dead? Um, it's kind of hard to say without seeing all of the special infected, but I think it definitely could. Something, something that I do like about Back 4 Blood is okay so in left 4 dead there's tier one weapons and tier two weapons and for the for the xbox community we were we were forced on the fourth and fifth map we are forced to pick up tier two weapons which are which just if you ask anybody in the xbox community from like back in the day i guarantee you they'll all say the fourth and fifth map were just not fun to play because tier twos were too strong and in this game, in Bat for Blood, tier twos don't exist. Like every gun is just available, and they all are balanced pretty well. I would say the only gun that I had an issue with was the RPK. I think that that gun is not strong enough. But like, like the Uzis were like, the Uzi was good. The two pump shotguns feel really good. The pistols are actually kind of insane. So remember, like everything is everything is good. I remember using the Uzi a lot. I I did like that gun. Right. Um, yeah, I think the the game does feel balanced quite well, except the ogre I'm kind of worried about and the card system. I, I honestly think the card system won't be in versus, but if it is, I do see that as potential problems for the competitive community because it would be it kind of adds some randomness to the game, which Anyone that has played Left 4 Dead like in any capacity can tell you like there's already way too much randomness to deciding which team can win. Right. So all the like hordes and stuff like that. Like, well not it it's like um you can you can get worse like tank spawns or witch spawns. You can find more like more health items easier. You might get tier twos faster. Like, I mean, in competitive communities, we had our own, like, rules that we would follow to try to make it as even as possible. But, I mean, they're still, like, like we can't, we can't force, like, spawns for a tank or a witch. Like, sometimes, like, one team gets to have a tank and sometimes the other team won't because, like, it gets spawned in a bad spot. And, like, the game, this is, like, back when games didn't get updated constantly. So, like, those things were just always in the game. Like, like tank spawns that would just, like, insta, like, they were just, like, not useful. The team could just stand there and wait for the tank to die out because the tank can't even reach them. So like that felt though like those situations were always just so miserable because it's like the team is winning 
more on luck than actually skill at that point. But um, right. So it sounds like they're gonna have a pretty hard time with a leveling system to keep things even if they keep the cards and yeah like i'm worried i'm worried that teams teams could potentially like there there are cards to give you like 10 percent more health or like 10 percent health to like all people on your team like it would suck if like at the start of a game they got like a lucky draw and all of them picked like the team health card so they just like everybody has like 40 percent extra health like right right away like that's a huge advantage right but we also we don't know what kind of uh, scoring system they're going to use. That's true. What? How many different systems do you think they could use? Um, I think the most, hmm, in my opinion, the system that they probably will use is a system similar to Left 4 Dead 2, but the infected damage might weigh more. I think that's probably what will happen. The system in Left 4 Dead 1 was a little bit... Although I prefer the system in Left 4 Dead 1 over Left 4 Dead 2, it, it definitely needed some adjustment. Because if you, if you just lost on one map, it was game over. Like, if you lost on, like, map 2 even, and then the other team won on map 2, unless you can wipe them... Like you just cannot come back. If if one team makes it to all five maps and one team doesn't make, like they just miss one map, that team loses every time. So, because it was based, it was based on health. Like like health was the big thing in Left 4 Dead One, but in Left 4 Dead Two, it was based on travel distance. And then if if team both teams reached the safe room, it would go into the infected, uh, damage. And if you did more damage, your team got, I believe, twenty five points more. Which feels awful, actually. Like, if if your team does, like, a thousand more infected damage than the other team, like, you should get more points than just 25, I think. So they should they should have a system like Left 4 Dead 2, but they should also make infected damage count towards more than it did in Left 4 Dead 2. Right, because it sounds like it's just, like, a behind-the-scene kind of thing. Like, it can matter, yeah. but it's not going to every time. And I think... So I think the reason why they avoided doing that in Left 4 Dead 2 is because with tanks, tanks can, you know, there's hittables. Like they can smack a car or a dumpster or whatever. And when you get, when you get hit by that, it gives you a lot of points. And then if you, if you hit them again while they're in-capped, it gives you, like, insane points. Like, you'd, like, you can't get that many points, uh, like, in any other way. So I think that's why they would avoid doing it in Left 4 Dead 2. But there's no tanks in, in Back 4 Blood. So I don't know if there's going to be hittables. I would assume that this problem, as far as like the damage numbers go, should not be in the game. So I think this would be a more viable option for this game. Okay. Uh, speaking of the tanks and not having tanks, like I literally just thought of this. Do you see the ogre being playable at all? I actually have no idea what's going on with the ogre. Like... It's it's so easy to just either sit in a room where the ogre can't reach you or just run by it. So I don't know if if that's a playable character. Like when does it when does it spawn? When does it despawn if they get too far? Like if you're if you're playing it, are you just stuck? Are you just stuck as an ogre as they run through the map? Like Right. So yeah, that's a whole other thing they'd have to think about and see if it's even viable. Cuz personally, I don't I don't see it being a good thing to be able to play the ogre every once in a while. 
like you said, it's easy to just kind of get away from it or to hide from it, and it's just going to be a waste of time as, you know, the infected. Yeah, it, it just, it, from my experience playing, it just seemed like the ogre was more of a time sink. Like, either you run by him and it does nothing, or you just sit in a room and just shoot at him until he goes away. So it's like, it's just a time sink. It's not that big of a deal. Like, even even on the hard, or what was that difficulty, Nightmare? Right. Like, the first one is annoying, but, like, it's not... You you just run by him, and it's, like, whatever. It doesn't... It, I don't know. I just... I hope they can do something to make it more of a... God, what is that word? Consistent? Not necessarily... More of a threat. Ah, uh, yes, yes, okay. I just... I... It's not... He's not really threatening as it stands and i think in this game they're not going to have like one like it's not going to be like a tank like the ogre won't be on every map i don't think they're going to have like like an ogre-esque type of special infected on every map that'll be different right because yeah, i mean i can't i can't confirm that i don't know if that's true but i think right, that's it's all speculation yeah because you know playing the alpha there was only one consistent spawn of the ogre and then the other ones were just kind of here and there like, I didn't even know it would pop up on map 3 until I played it, like, 20 times. Yeah, wait, which one is the... Map 3 is, like, when you... There's, like, the swing set on to the right of you, right? In the garage to the left. That's map 3. Yes. Yeah, I didn't know it spawned on that until I, I played it for, like, a full day. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like that one was pretty consistent. No, the, the only one that was consistent was when you were number in two. Uh, number 2. At the yeah. start, yeah. Don't know what to say about the ogre. It's so hard to actually say whether it's going to be a good or bad thing for competitive. Like, right. it's impossible to know right now. It's a really, I think it's going to be a deciding factor one way or the other. I don't know how so, but I'll I'm gonna yeah. try out for that. Okay, I know we don't know, but how many? different infected and different survivors do you see being in this game is this going to turn into another game that has battle pass seasons and just keeps adding things every you know couple months or do you think they're going to have a set Actually, release and just have three of each so, out a day if i remember correctly they did confirm there's going to be eight cleaners at the start cleaners are the survivors in this game because something i didn't mention at the start the difference between Left 4 Dead and this game, as far as like the like lore aspect goes, like Left 4 Dead, they're survivors. They're just trying to survive. In this game, they're cleaners. The point of them is to kill as many Ridden as possible, as well as continue through the map, right? Get to the end. But Oh, okay. So that's why they're called cleaners. And I'm pretty sure they confirmed at the start, there's going to be eight. And they're... We only have access to four, right? Yeah. They already announced another one called Mom that wasn't in the beta. Or in the alpha, rather. Yeah, that one I knew about. That other, the 8 confirmed, I did not. So there's still three more that we don't know about that will be released when the game comes out. And I think there's going to be nine special infected at the start. And from something that uh, Warner Brothers put on their website that a lot of people were actually upset about because... It was saying there's going to be like paid content, like more special infected that you can buy and play as, which is an awful thing. And I don't, I think, yeah, that's very, I think uh, Warner, uh, I think Warner Brothers kind of messed up there. And I don't, 
I don't think that's actually gonna like how can I say it? I I don't think that the only way to get that that content will be from paying. I think there's gonna be a system like in game currency that you can earn and buy them that way. Kinda like I would how assume. you buy the legends and apex. Yeah. That I can see being okay. I think that's what they're going to do. I think they're going to have, like... Actually, there were already challenges in the alpha. So I'm pretty sure there's going to be, like, challenges for, like, unlockables. This game is definitely going to be, like, more modern. Like, I'm pretty sure they're going to have, like, like skins. And, like, you know, just, like, aesthetic stuff in general that you can either buy or, like, unlock through challenges or maybe in-game currency or something. Right. And I think because in the in the alpha, it's it was possible to track how many Ridden you've killed. So I think there might be like stat trackers, like better than the Left 4 Dead had, which was like just the achievement tracker. And once once you got the zombie genocidist achievement, like you couldn't see how many zombies you'd kill, you had killed anymore. Right. But in this game, I think you'll just always be able to see it. And you might be able to see other things too, which I'm hoping they add like like how many games you have won, how many games you've lost, favorite weapon, like maybe ammo used. Yeah, I love like little information like that. It's it's great to look at. If there's a ranked system, then maybe like ranked win loss as well. Yeah, I'd even. Do you think there could be a ranked system, like you know, bronze to you know, diamond? Um, I think if they want, if they want this game to succeed, it would probably be a smart thing. I think. I, I don't know. I think the community would be a bit torn on it because there's a large chunk of the community that doesn't really care about the competitive side of this game. But on the same hand, if they are not on the same hand, on the other hand, if they want to grow the community and make people actually interested and care about this game, I do think a competitive scene is pretty much mandatory at this point. Like in the in the current like market for gaming, like a competitive scene is pretty much a necessity to be a relevant game right to keep the game alive and going so people grinding for a rank would be something to keep a lot of people not only interested but playing the game right it's like uh you know bring up apex again like when it first came out i played it a bunch but then i stopped like it, i just there was no point in really playing but then you know seasons came and the whole ranking system and now you know i play it every day yeah so just having that competitive scene just really drives you to play and get better and try to rank up and then i think i think there will be like a battle pass because that that can help keep casual players as well something i thought about which i don't know personally i think it's kind of an interesting idea and i mean i really don't expect this to be in the game but i think it would not only be kind of like a cool unique game our game mode rather but it would also help a lot with keeping casual players because Left 4 Dead is a very brutal game when you play by yourself. Oh, and yeah. Back 4 Blood, Back 4 Blood might be a little less brutal in the aspect that it seems like there's not too many special infected that can um, uh, pin you. But something I was thinking about is they should have like a, instead of a, the normal like survivor versus infected, they should have a mode that's survivor versus survivors with special infected that are AI that have like a pretty, like the AI is very aggressive. They will, like, there'll be AI that spawns for both teams. And like, you can only hurt the AI that's 
designated to hurt your team. And there will be just written all over the map. And then there, like, maybe you could have capture the flag game mode, where maybe there's like a cure for the written in your base and a cure for the written in their base. And the point is, you have to go to their base and take their cure and bring it back to your base. And there will be like a written in the middle of the map. And then the special infected will spawn in and attack both teams. And at the same time, you have to worry about like the other teams that could be shooting at you. Kind of like your standard like game mode, but it has it has zombies in it as well. I really like that concept. Like, I'm not a fan of capture the flag objective mode. I mean, that that's just but, one example. Yeah, but I mean, like, even that sounds interesting because it adds a whole other layer to it besides just PvP. Yeah, I mean, it would. I think if they if they did it right, it would still be like pretty fast paced. The games would be like maybe 15 minutes. You could you could just queue solo and still have fun. Right. And it would help a lot with retaining those people that don't have too many friends that want to play the game, but they still want to enjoy it. Because it would still have that, like, back for blood feeling, but it wouldn't be as brutal to play by yourself. You could still just enjoy it. Exactly. That's, that was one thing I, why I didn't really play Left 4 Dead too much, because I know I didn't really play with you a lot, but uh, I playing by myself just wasn't that great. Yeah, it's it's not that fun to play by yourself, especially when you can't like when your teammates aren't communicating or they just like troll you like you get pinned and they'll just like run away knowing that you're pinned or even even if they don't realize you're pinned like that's also frustrating because like they, they just don't realize it and they'll just keep playing. And it's like if you if you die, like you're done for that round. Right. So like I was saying, it's just really brutal. So I think a more casual game mode would be really helpful with retaining the casual players and then if they find people either like from looking for groups type of like like internet communities or just finding people to play with together in that game mode maybe eventually they'll start to enjoy the normal versus mode as well and it would help that scene grow as well right and bringing that up you know finding cool people to play with you know we ran into that really awesome dude in alpha there, there's, yeah, yeah. there's no uh, like add friend feature in the game. Like I think I think that's gonna be something that uh, I mean hopefully I, on the release. I, yeah, I don't know why we couldn't find him to add him after that game. I, I'm sure that's just something with the alpha. Right. I, I know. So. I did get invited by somebody during the alpha once. That's not my friends list, so it must be possible somehow. You just maybe don't know how to navigate Steam well enough. That's that, a possibility. That, that could be, it could be highly possible. I I am not that great, even though I spend a lot of time on it. Yeah, but, I mean, I think that's probably the case. Most likely. But so, yeah, that's one know, thing. Like, like occasionally, you do run into people that you you like genuinely want to play with again. Right. And that could that could help take like the people that are more casual and bring them into maybe a more competitive side of the game. Or be a little more serious and enjoy the competitive side of the game more. Exactly, I wholeheartedly agree. This level of the Thoughts and Players podcast was made possible by your support. If you're enjoying the podcast, please be sure to like, rate, and share the show, as well as contribute to our community questions and segments. Doing so helps the show grow, keeps our content engaging, and most importantly, makes sure your voice is heard. Thanks for tuning in, and now. Back to the show. And uh, I know before you mentioned you had videos, like uh, what kind of videos did you post for this game and what was your 
goal for them? The very first video I posted was before the alpha, and it was just like kind of... Mm, like I had a few points I wanted to mention, like pretty much like what I would like to see in Back for Blood. And it was just things like controller settings, since I, I was a console player in Left 4 Dead, so I think I really want the controller, or not just the controller, but like the console scene, I want that to also be something people can enjoy more than the console scene in Left 4 Dead, because the console scene in Left 4 Dead was not just small, but like kind of annoying, because we didn't have the options to like uh, create our own custom games to the extent that PC players had. So it would be cool to see stuff like make the console players have more opportunities to be competitive with the game as well. Right. And nowadays, you know, many games are cross play. So yeah. And that's also, I think cross play. This game could easily be cross play. I think. Yeah, I think so too. And I I think I was playing, I was playing, uh, I played a lot with a controller during the alpha to try and like kind of bug test it. And I did find some bugs that were kind of bad, I would say, that definitely needed to be fixed. But yeah, console and PC could definitely play together. Like maybe, maybe for competitive games, I would say keep, keep mouse and keyboard together, keep console or controller. Even, even if you play like on PC and use a controller, you could probably still like, be put into the console side of it like just keep mouse and keyboard and controller players separated during any competitive events just so there's no like like i know in apex it's very like there's a lot of contention between right like you hear a lot of like mouse and keyboard players really getting angry at controller players because they think it's like cheating or whatever and so. that's all about comfort and everything like that because i mean i could go and play yeah. on a controller it's not going to make me you know any better yeah i mean i play i i pretty much have to play on a controller now so that's how right. it kind of sucks for me but yeah i was just talking about things like like controller settings game or like how to be, make the game more competitive how to retain players things like that then i made i made a quick video about you know just the bugs that i encountered mm-hmm. like for example, when you use a controller, you can't you when you're in caps, you can't reload because in this game there's like a, a a give up function, which is just like on controller it's hold the X button on Xbox controller, hold the X button. But X button also reloads. So if you tap the X Ooh. button, it starts it starts to do like the like there's yeah. like a bar. There's like a bar and when you tap it, it just like raises the bar a little bit and then it goes back down to zero. So what I think they need to do, they just need to have like a, a slight like what's that like a timer almost what is that called right. like a grace period like yeah. a grace period you just tap x and then it reloads and it doesn't start the give up timer i think it's they need to do that that or just you can't move like it to a different button i mean yeah i guess i could change it to y because you can't switch weapons when you're down right yeah, no, I don't know. Yeah, I think I it. it I, I would imagine it's not too hard of a fix. They would just have to add like the grace period for X, and then it'd be fine. Right. And you also on PC specifically. I don't know if it would be the same on console since you don't have a mouse and keyboard. But well, I guess technically on PS5 you can. I don't know about Series X, but on PS5 you technically can use a mouse and keyboard. But um, you couldn't make a deck with a controller. 
you you had to use mouse and keyboard, mm-hmm. which was kind of frustrating, but not that yeah. big of a deal, I guess. It's you know, um, it's the little things. Yeah, and there are just some other bugs, like like uh, what are those things called? A rush just like walked right through a, a door. Like you know how some some doors were like blocked off, right? And like sometimes those doors wouldn't be blocked off. So like the game obviously knows that things at certain times can walk through that doorway. So the rush just literally walked right through it, and I was like, what? <laughs> I, so I mean, they're, they're just small things like that. They're not right. not super bad for the most part. None of the bugs are like super bad, except for like one I think, which would take too much time to explain. But I'll try to explain it quickly. It was like someone would someone would join the game. They'd have no guns. The and if they left, the bot would still have no guns. They would be useless. And then when the next map came, the bot would always like pretty much disappear or just mimic what the other person, or like mimicking, what someone else was doing, which is really strange. So that was like the only like like really bad bug that I discovered during the alpha, and it happened twice. That is so odd. Yeah, and then my other video was just my thoughts on the alpha. Like, I think it's like 18 minutes of me just talking about a lot of the stuff. Maybe not a lot of the stuff, but some things you mentioned in this are things that I also mentioned in that video. So those are my three videos on Back for Blood so far. And then I do plan to make one more video. Like you mentioned, we played with that one like really funny guy. I do plan to like make a video on that game. I still have it saved on my computer. I'm just kind of waiting for them to announce the closed beta before I uh, like edit it and then release it because i feel like they would help build a little bit a little bit more hype for the beta so i'm waiting yeah that was actually going to be my next question i was like with the release date of june 22nd you know that's that's pretty close that's pretty close yeah do do you expect a beta and not only do i expect a beta i expect a closed beta and an open beta before the game comes out now okay so what is the difference between open and closed I mean, closed beta is you need a key. Open beta is you just download the game and play. Okay, so that like you you like had a key like yeah you had a key for the alpha, so you automatically can play in the closed beta. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. So we'll we'll both have access to the closed beta, and I I expect the closed beta to be eh, I'm. I would say maybe mid to late next month or early March. So that's where I'm gonna be. Yeah, playing the the uh, beta. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm definitely gonna be playing the beta as much as I can, oh, especially I, yeah, if there's a versus mode. I think there's gonna be a versus mode in this beta, so I'm really excited for it. How many days was the alpha live? It was five. Five days. That's what I thought. And you put pretty much forty hours into it. Yeah, I put like thirty-seven hours, I think. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's that's uh. Awesome. Yeah, you, over twenty three thousand written code. Um I might. Yeah, I probably will. And just try to record as much content as I can. And but maybe I'm, I'm all here for it. I'll try to stream as much as I can too. But lately OBS has been like crashing my computer, so I don't really know. It's kind of frustrating. But That's hopefully I can not. figure that out. Yeah, I've been recording a lot of Apex stuff lately, but it just crashes my computer. But hopefully I can have it fixed before the beta starts. So I can just smooth, just smooth like record and uh, stream. Yeah, and uh, with all that, I've ran out of questions. Is there anything that you think we've missed, or anything you want to touch on? Anything you um, want to just add? 
Oh, a question you asked earlier, and I don't think I specifically gave a yes or no. You you asked me if this is like a Left 4 Dead 3, or like should people expect it to be like Left 4 Dead 3, and I, I would honestly say my answer is no. It's similar. If you enjoy Left 4 Dead, you most likely will enjoy Back 4 Blood, but they are not. They are not similar enough to where I would say it's a Left 4 Dead 3. Okay, yeah, that's that's where I was leaning as well, but I know I didn't put in as much time as you did, so I know you'd know better than I would. Yeah. But like I said, if you like Left 4 Dead, you'll most likely like Back 4 Blood, and I would highly recommend giving it a shot. I, I agree, yeah, because I mean, I, I like the Left 4 Dead enough, and then playing this, and then like especially playing with people, I know, it, like, it just made it so much fun. Like, I know we, we, yeah. tried, we tried to beat Nightmare Mode Nightmare. or whatever, and despite not uh, being able to, you know, still having a full party, you know, still made it tolerable and enjoyable. Yeah, Nightmare Mode is actually quite difficult and much more fun than Expert Mode was in Left 4 Dead. They did a really good job with Nightmare Mode. So that's something else that I... Okay, I guess this will be the last thing I'll mention. Something that I really appreciate Turtle Rock Studios for and something that I definitely have noticed, they're trying much harder to retain players and like make this game more replayable than Left 4 Dead was. Like, with their card system, like, Nightmare is actually really fun to play. Like, you, there's a lot of communication that needs to be involved. There's, like, just aspects, aspects to Nightmare Mode that just didn't exist in Expert Mode, which is really cool. And it makes me really optimistic that they will do a good job with retaining players in this game. We'll probably have a, a bigger community and a, a longer-lasting community than Left 4 Dead did, which is something that I'm really happy to, uh, mm, I guess... I can't say happy to see since the game's not out yet, but I'm I'm happy that I feel like it's possibly going to be better than Left 4 Dead was. The community. Good. That's you know I think that's uh, what we need. You know, because this is a different type of game than you know the usual really popular stuff. You know, it's not a battle royale. Not a battle royale it's, or like a MOBA or something. Yeah. Right. You know, it it is. A, you know, essentially in its own kind of genre of game, and I, uh, I, I really like it, and I'd like to see it expand and become like a good, great thing. You know, like I don't know if it'd be like a esports competitive type of game. I, but... I don't expect this. I mean, I don't expect this game to be like like top tier, like pulls right. in like a, like hundreds of thousands of viewers for like an event or something. But I do think it could. <clears throat> have a relatively like decent sized com like competitive scene to the point where people might be able to actually like make some money from playing the game. That's what I hope to see. Even if I'm too too old to be a part of that now, I still <laughs> love to see people be able to like be competitive with this game and actually make money. Like that's something I wish I could have done on Left 4 Dead. It just wasn't big enough. Especially back right. then, like like exactly. esports, esports was so small back then. There weren't games like like League of Legends, CS:GO, Dota, Fortnite. Like that stuff rakes in so much money now. Mm -hmm. And I'm 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 glad you know because like we're not into sports, but you know like esports like that. I it's great. I like I see that in its entirety. Yeah. It's just growing as a whole. I'm all about Definitely. it. Definitely. Back, back in like ninth grade, I remember telling somebody that I, I wish I could uh, be like, be in some type of esports. And the kid was just like, that's so, he's like, that, that's so nerdy, bro. He's like, you can't make money doing that. You can't live off of that. And it's like, now you can. Not only can you live <laughs> off of it, like you can become rich off of it. So Yeah, right. You know, like, hey, 10, 15 years <laughs> later, and now look. 
So, anyway, I think that that's about all I have to say about Back for Blood for now. All right, I appreciate it. It's uh, been fun. It's been uh, a good learning experience, and it's made me want the game to come out even more. Uh, yeah, I've, I've been dying to play yeah. it again. Yeah, me too. Um, as for you, where can people find you at? You know, what are you on? Um, let's see. My Twitter is just twitter.com slash consonant, T-W. I believe my YouTube. Yeah, I guess I don't know. I guess I don't know how to plug my YouTube channel. Well, well, I'm. I mean, I'm sure you can. It's consonant. There's no TW. That's it. Yeah, my YouTube, my my name on YouTube is just consonant. Super small channel. I don't know if that'll be enough to. Uh, cause I mean that's also a word for you know. There's a lot of videos talking about consonants. So, yeah, I don't right. know how easily you'll be able to find me. Um. But my Twitch is twitch.tv slash consonant underscore. So that's it. My Twitter is just consonant TW. YouTube is consonant, but I don't know how easily you'll be able to find that. And then my Twitch is consonant TW. Or consonant underscore. Yeah, I'll I'll uh, gather all the links and we'll put them in the uh, the bio for this level. So that, that sounds a lot easier. A lot easier, yeah. Yeah, all right. All right. Okay. Uh, so this will be uh, the end of this level. Um, as you know, everyone knows we have the final thoughts. You know, so you know everyone that's on the level can talk about anything they want. It could be about the level or anything entirely. So, what is your final thought? Mm, my final thoughts are pretty much. I'm really excited to see where this game goes. And I'm really excited to try my best to be a member in this community that, is, like, be a positive member of the community. Let's just say that. I'm, I'm excited to try my best to be a positive member of this community and help the community grow as much as I can. That's good. Yeah, I appreciate that. You know, it's sometimes hard to come by nowadays. Like, people are just so drawn to, like, toxicity and... Yeah, dude, people definitely love to just watch, like, toxic streamers and stuff, but, like, maybe if I streamed back when I was, you know, 16, <laughs> I'd be like that, but... Yeah, right? I, did, I, I, try, I try hard, especially in, like, in, especially in the Back for Buck community, I'm going to try really hard to be as positive as I can, no matter how upset I get if I get stomped. Yeah. Just going to try to be positive, <laughs> you know? I mean, I appreciate that. And then, uh, let's see, my final thoughts is i i mean let's face it i'm looking forward to this game i can't wait for the beta to come out i can't wait for this game to come out like i know you're still maybe on the fence about it but like i really want to get the ultimate edition or whatever it's called i mean if they if they can confirm that you can unlock if there if there's any playable content that they have and it's if all of it's unlockable through like in-game currency or something like that, then I have no problems buying the $100 version of this game. But if it's not like that, then I'm going to be pretty upset about it. And I know the community in general is going to be really upset about it too. So, Right. But technically, Total Rock Studios has not mentioned anything about this other than one, one dev said they're upset that uh, Warner Brothers put that on their website so early because they weren't ready to talk about it. And they haven't mentioned anything about it. So I think that it's not going to be as bad as the community thinks it is. 
And I'm really hoping that I'm right. Yeah, me too. But, uh, okay. That's the end of this level. Uh, thank everyone for listening. Uh, you can catch us on all of the socials, Facebooks, Instagrams, the TikToks, actually. Those have been, uh, going pretty good. We have thousands and thousands of views already. We've only been on there for two weeks. Um, I think I said in Instagrams, on the Twitter. Twitter is insane. Tori's all on that. Always talking about something. It's pretty interesting. Uh, with that, thanks everyone for listening, and we'll see you on the next level.